Hey, Richies. Today's episode involves swearing, sex talk, and a very hot discussion of cheese doodles. Oh, please be advised. Hi, Richies. We're back for part two of our Madonna rewatch episodes. We had a lot of fun with you last week looking at some of Madonna's most groundbreaking music videos and some of her wildest fashion choices. So this week we'll be looking at Madonna in the movies. Now, Madonna has played a lot of different characters from an Argentine political leader to a murderous 80s mistress. But even when she's in costume, I feel like Madonna always seems to be playing some version of herself. Oh, truly. (laughs) And today we're going to look at two of her most iconic films, Desperately Seeking Susan and A League of Their Own. And then we'll round it off with some games and trivia because we all know that blood sports are the truest expression of admiration. Yes, and you can watch us dominate or our friendship go up in flames because it's always just so precarious when we go up against each other. Enjoy the show. Can we talk about how cool it is that with Audible, you almost feel like you're watching a movie just by listening to the stories? Especially with Audible's new collection of exclusive thrillers. They feature captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances, so the story is really brought to life. I'm excited to listen to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. It's actually about a podcaster. (gasps) who meets this girl and this girl like tells her about her life and she's like you should feature me in your podcast but then the girl's life is like very strange oh my gosh so why has that not happened to us yet it will it's only a matter of time (laughs) but it sounds so good and juicy yeah and richie says an audible member you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog including best-selling audio titles and new releases in every genre New members can try Audible now free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash even the rich or text even the rich to 500 500. That's audible.com slash even the rich or text even the rich to 500 500 to get started. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with global dining access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, Richies. So we're going to kick off today's episode by talking about Madonna's first ever film, Desperately Seeking Susan. It came out in 1985, and it stars Patricia Arquette and Aidan Quinn and was directed by Susan Seidelman. Yeah, fun fact I learned, Susan Seidelman directed the pilot of Sex and the City. I can honestly really see that. Like, this movie heavily features New York. It's got, like, fashion. Just the vibe is very Sex and the City, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, Um, in the best way. Yes, and this film is very, very 80s New York. I'm obsessed with it. There's hipsters, there's punks, there's leather-clad outsiders. And the queen of the outsiders is, of course, Madonna herself. Yeah. So full disclosure, this was both of our first times watching this movie. Mm-hmm. We had no idea what we were no. in for. And pleasantly surprised. <laughs> yeah, same. It was one of those things where it was just like, oh, my God, we got to watch it. So for those who have not seen it, Desperately Seeking Susan is a movie about a bored housewife named Roberta who becomes 
obsessed with this bohemian drifter named Susan, who's played by Madonna. Roberta follows Susan's life through these personal ads that Susan's musician lover Jim posts. So he'll put in the personal classifieds, desperately seeking Susan. Mm-hmm. And that's his way of like communicating with Madonna's character, Susan. Yeah. And the idea is that Susan's this rolling stone. She can't be pinned down, <laughs> always traveling, having new affairs with different rich guys. But she always comes back in the end to New York to hook up with Jim. Surprisingly. I know. I'm like, this, like, this guy? This okay. Guy? All right. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Roberta is bored as shit. She's fed up with her life so and her bored. dead-end marriage. Um, so she also starts desperately seeking Susan, mostly because she's just desperately bored. And she wants to kind of see how the other half lives. Like, she's obsessed with these personal ads. I know. It's it's a testament to just, like, how boring her life <laughs> must be. So Roberta goes out to find Susan and, through a series of unfortunate <laughs> events, ends up getting knocked unconscious. Yes. And Jim, the guy that Susan will hook up with regularly, his best friend, Dez, comes to Roberta's rescue. Mm-hmm. And the twist is that Dez, Jim's best friend, thinks that Roberta is Susan. And because of Roberta's very convenient amnesia, <laughs> she thinks she's Susan, too. I think the funnest part of this movie was kind of watching these women live each other's lives. Um, mm-hmm. Because once Roberta starts playing Susan, Susan starts playing Roberta. As in, Madonna goes to Roberta's house and she just completely wreaks havoc. Um, which mostly means that she just gets high and eats a bunch of candy. Yeah, which is Live how one dream. should wreak havoc. Yeah, you of know? course. Yeah. yeah, that's like my dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, I mean, watching this movie, it's so clear that the character of Susan was definitely made for Madonna. Oh, yeah. Like, Apparently, a lot of other actors tried out for the role, but Susan Seidelman knew Madonna was about to blow up, mm. so she got cast. Now, at this point, Madonna had already done her controversial VMA performance, so people knew about her, yeah. but she wasn't the household name she is now. Right. She wasn't there yet. No. And then midway through this shoot, Rolling Stone did a cover story on Madonna, and the headline was, Madonna Goes All the Way. And then after that, it was just like another story. She blew up and the producers ended up actually having to hire security to stop people from mobbing Madonna when she was doing scenes in the streets of New York. So let's talk big picture. Brooke, what did you love about this movie? Well, I mean, aside from the fact that it's just so 80s, like I love an 80s vibe. I really do. Um, And I gotta say, like for this being Madonna's first movie, she was really good. Like she seemed so natural and comfortable on set. And I kept thinking that. I was like, if this was my first movie, would I be this comfortable? Like... Yeah. I don't know. I it was yeah. it was great. Like she is essentially just kind of playing a version of herself. This role feels like it was written for her. Yeah. With her in mind. Yes. And uh just the delivery and I, of course I agree with you about the 80s fashion. Just the mm-hmm. scene where she's like on the street and she's got yeah. the sunglasses on and yeah. just so fucking cool. <laughs> like I there's know. no other way to describe her. She looks so fucking cool and it's like, uh <laughs> if I had even an ounce of that kind of charisma, I'd be yeah. unstoppable. You wouldn't be hosting this dumb show. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so we're going to take a look at some of our favorite scenes from the movie. And we're going to start with one of the most badass Madonna moments at the beginning, like Arisha was talking about. Um, it doesn't have any dialogue, but we are going to talk about it because it is a very famous scene. And mm-hmm. we are going to drop all the links in the metadata so you guys can follow along. 
know what we're talking about, but this one's really easy. You can just Google Madonna eating cheese doodles. So what we're looking at here, Madonna's walking around downtown Manhattan. She's got her peroxide bleach bob tied back with her signature giant black bow. Mm -hmm. She's wearing this sequined leather jacket, white gloves, which she's using to eat the cheese doodles, which is just a level of don't give a fuck I don't know about. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. It is a very (laughs) bold strategy. She's also got these oversized James Dean sunglasses. And she's just... This is... Like, just watching her, I was like, I want to look like that. Like, I I want to dress like that. I want that to be my vibe. (laughs) Me too. I know. I was just thinking about that. I was like, could I actually pull that off? I mean, in 2023, maybe not. But at an 80s party... Yeah, Maybe? we got to th- start throwing 80s parties I know. exclusively. God, we say it all the time and it never I know, happens. I know, I know, I know. Um, so her snack of choice <laughs> is a giant bag of cheese doodles. Um, But yeah, that scene was just like, I just love, what's it called? Exposition. I love exposition that doesn't hit you over the head. Mm-hmm. And Madonna just gives it. Yeah, she really does. <laughs> So the next great Madonna scene we're going to look at is a little later in the movie. And at this point, Roberta has disappeared and is assuming Susan's identity Mm because she just doesn't know. She's got amnesia. Yeah. And Roberta's husband, Gary, is looking for her. Oh, Gary, the spa king of New Jersey. (laughs) Just a panty dropper, that guy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's obviously supposed to make us cringe. He's the epitome of yuppie culture. Yes. But he does a really good job of it. I mean, (laughs) so let's play this clip. In this scene, Madonna tells Gary to meet her at a dance club because she has information about his missing wife. And another fun fact, we're just full of them today. Mm -hmm. They filmed this scene at Danceteria, which was Mm -hmm. where Madonna got her start doing live performances. Mm -hmm. Gary Glass, right? Yeah, how did you know? Wild death. She split on you, huh? Yeah, two days ago. Look, has she ever split on you before? No, no, of course not. Is she into drugs? Drugs? Roberta? She's never smoked a joint in her whole life. She's probably the straightest person in Fort Lee. Uh-huh. Look, what are you driving at? Want something to drink? So in this scene, Gary is just truly out of place, especially yeah. compared to Madonna, because she's just like really in her element at this club. Yeah. Like it's just full of people like her. Um, yeah. So right now we're looking at Madonna wearing this incredible black mesh crop top and these mm-hmm. like layers of black pearls. She's pretty much like the soul of the 80s and she looks incredible. Like, yeah, yeah. Through the whole movie, no, no, really. no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and what hit me immediately is that when this scene starts we're listening to Into the Groove yes. a Madonna song and I was like wait are they playing Madonna Yeah, that was in, in a contract. scene with Madonna <laughs> yeah it's like, like that's just baller move yes I want one day to shoot a scene where they play even the rich I was just gonna say the ETR theme song <laughs> just listen to us talking thing. yeah <laughs> no yeah. rhythm like Gary is <laughs> Dancing like the spa king of Jersey. <laughs> yep. You can just tell, like, Gary's character is so out of place. He doesn't know how to react to any of this. And he just looks like he's absolutely terrified. Yeah. And Madonna, of course, is, like, completely unfazed. Yeah. This is 
she's in her element. This is all she yeah. knows. This is what she loves. Um, but Gary, yeah, he looks like he's about to die. So this leads us to our last scene. Susan finally takes pity on Gary and she gets him the hell out of Danceteria. And she asks to go back to his place. And I'm wondering, did you think they were going to bone? I mean, yeah. I <laughs> assumed you? I Because I, I was like, well, I feel like something's going to happen. It's the 80s. I feel like if you're going back to somebody's place, there's an expectation. And I don't mean this in like a negative way, but like yeah. there's an expectation like, let's go back to your place, your place I or mean, mine. As, as two women born in the 80s, we know our parents boinked then, so... <laughs> my god hey mom and dad reply. well spoiler they do not have sex um, yeah. but they do go back to Jersey and they smoke a shit ton of weed which you know some what people might consider the superior activity I mean <laughs> smoking weed in a mansion sign me up <laughs> here's the clip you know I could get used to a place like this got any pot pot um Usually I I keep some around, but right now I'm out. You know how it is. How about a match? Okay, so in the scene, like we said, Madonna is at Roberta and Gary's place in Jersey. And she's like sprawled out in an empty bathtub with all her clothes on, which I'm not sure how they got to that point. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's like, I'm just going to lay in this bathtub. Well, it was because like she was like touring the house. Like she was getting a tour of the house with him. And he was, like, trying to sell that tub. Well, he was, like, putting on his, like, pitching voice of, like, you know, this is, like, one of our finest models. And she's, like, I'm not going to buy anything from you. Okay. Like, you don't have to behave like this. But then she got in it because it's Madonna. Yeah. Madonna, a.k.a. Susan, really looks like she owns this yuppie pad, which (laughs) I feel like is kind of one of the running themes here. Madonna is at home Hmm. wherever she goes in this movie. Yeah. And the best part is Madonna pulls a joint out of her shoe. I'm like, just iconic. The next shot, we then have Madonna and Gary laying out on the couch, smoking a joint, surrounded by junk food carnage. Mm -hmm. Like true 80s yuppies. Roberta and Gary have one of those decorative containers with candy (laughs) on the coffee table that no one ever eats. Yeah. This is also like live footage from one of our sleepovers. <laughs> oh God! Yes. Um, so now that they've like busted into the snacks, there's cracker crumbs and cigarette butts everywhere. Gary has truly gone to the dark side. You know, Madonna's corrupted yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, it's a tale as old as time. Girl introduces boy to pot. Boy falls in love. Oh, it's, you know, Nicholas Sparks could never. <laughs> Only in his dreams. So overall, takeaway thoughts on desperately seeking Susan. What's your review here? I loved it. I really wasn't expecting this like I don't know what I was expecting I think maybe like a darker comedy for some reason Mm, mm -hmm. um but it was like it was fun it was 80s it was like a little bit rom-commy it had some of those moments like Aiden Quinn was super cute (gasps) he was in elementary the the Sherlock yeah inspired show Mm -hmm. and he was divine in that and Mm. I a young Aiden Quinn I was like Hello. Yeah, he was sexy. So I I loved it. I think it was a really fun movie. Yeah, I loved it too. I, you know, we were texting last night and I didn't really want to watch it, but I was like hooked almost immediately. So what's your star rating for this? (sighs) Two thumbs. Not way up, but two thumbs. Okay. Okay, we're going with thumbs. Yeah. All right, I'll give it two thumbs. Well, that's how Siskel (laughs) and Eber do it. 
Yeah. But B and Ree, I don't know how they do it. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I'll give it two thumbs also. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. So you're trying to eat better, but meal prepping isn't exactly cutting it. Trust me, I've been there, which is why I'm so excited for today's sponsor, Factor. Factor's pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals are delivered right to your door and heat up in just two minutes. Eating better has never been easier. It really hasn't. And you'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. This is a sponsor that we're like, we're going to probably pay for this on our own when yeah. it runs out. And that's a big testament. Like, the meals are delicious. They I are have not really had good. a meal I don't like from there. Yeah. The idea of being able to put something in the microwave yes. for two minutes and it coming out as if you cooked it. <sighs> yeah. I feel like we're living in the future. We are. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Yeah. So head to factormeals.com slash rich50 and use code rich50 to get 50% off. That's code rich50 at factormeals.com slash rich50 to get 50% off. No matter what happens, there is one thing you can always count on me to have, and that's moisturized skin. Hard same. And even in the dead of winter when everything's staticky. Still got moisturized skin. Especially in the dead of winter, yeah. And that is thanks to Drunk Elephant's Bora Barrier Repair Cream. It's their buttery, ultra-rich repair cream that's clinically proven to provide 24-hour moisture. And let me tell you, it definitely gets the job done. It truly does. I know. Because, like, you put it on and your face is (laughs) consistently, like, it's just soft. And I hate using the word supple, but it's supple. Yeah. And for hours, like mm-hmm. it's not just for like yeah. an hour or two. It's all day. <laughs> I just, I love it. Uh, plus the Bora Barrier Repair Cream encourages healthy collagen production, firms the skin, and minimizes the look of fine lines and wrinkles. So shop Drunk Elephant's new Bora Barrier Repair Cream online or in-store at Sephora or at DrunkElephant.com. That's online or in-store at Sephora or at DrunkElephant.com. So, Arisha, I obviously love Desperately Seeking Susan, but my favorite Madonna movie of all time will forever and always be A League of Their Own. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that's a common feeling. Like, everyone loves A League of Their Own. I It was the first Madonna movie I watched, although I don't remember watching it. (laughs) I don't remember Um, my first time watching it either. I yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was made in 1992, mm-hmm. so it's possible that I watched it earlier in my life yeah. when I apparently couldn't form memories. <laughs> so for those of you who need a refresher, the original A League of Their Own is directed by Penny Marshall. It stars Gina Davis, Tom Hanks, Lori Petty, Rosie O'Donnell, and of course, Madonna. It's a fictionalized account of the real-life All-American Girls Professional Baseball League. That really just rolls right off the tongue. Yeah, we love our name. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> um, so in the movie, when World War II threatens to shut down Major League Baseball, the real crisis of the mm-hmm. war, let's be honest, yes. the owner of the Chicago Cubs decides, let's throw these women into baseball. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that while the boys are away, the girls can run around in skirts and keep everyone entertained while people are dying yeah. across the ocean. Which is really all girls want to do. We just want to put on yes. skirts. Put us in skirts. 
skirts. Let, let us run around and entertain. So here's a clip from the beginning of the movie to get us in the swing of things. When our boys come home from war, what kind of girls will they be coming home to? And now the most disgusting example of this sexual confusion, Mr. Walter Harvey of Harvey Bars is presenting us with women's baseball. Mr. Harvey, like your candy bars, you're completely nuts. God, I gotta say, where would we be without a little women-hating-women moment, you know? Mm, This lady's got a real chip on her shoulder. Yeah, God, the 40s. (sighs) And every era before that and a lot of the decades <laughs> after that, tough time to be a woman. Yeah. Um, so, Brooke, what can we say about Madonna's character, May Mortabito? You mean all the way May, as we all like mm-hmm. to call her? Um, mm-hmm. I got to say, she's got a hell of a Bronx accent, for one. We know Madonna can pull off accents that aren't <laughs> necessarily yeah. her own. We've seen it uh, time yep. and time again. In fact, she, yeah, but usually doesn't even like to use her own accent. Yeah, but I love this character. Like, again, it's very Madonna, but... She yeah. kills it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she gets deep in touch with her New York days in the late 70s, I feel like, in this role. Mm-hmm. And we know that she's a taxi dancer, which I did not know what that was. No. I've never heard that term, yeah. taxi dancer. I thought originally it just meant somebody who, like, dances in a taxi. Yeah. And I was like, that's a form of entertainment I didn't know existed. Yeah. Um, but apparently a taxi dancer is a dancer who hangs out at bars and dances with people for money, which is a that's, job I might explore. I was going to say that's a good job. Well, and apparently Madonna actually really wanted Lori Petty's role. Lori Petty is the actor who played Kit. Mm-hmm. But Penny Marshall wanted her for the racy boy crazy May. And Madonna was pretty disappointed. Yeah. She's been quoted as saying, May was the obvious part, and I wanted to do something different. But this was the role I got stuck with. I mean, I understand that. It's got to suck. It's part of the business. Like, people get typecast all the time. And I I used to think, like, if I found my type and people wanted to pay me to play it forever, I would gladly take it. But I do get it. Like, to want to branch out and do something different. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. But I got to say, you know, it's classy that a super famous pop star was willing to play a supporting role. You know, I feel like oftentimes, like, I'll always think about that story about Beyonce Mm. wanting a role and being like, they're like, okay, you have to audition. And she's like, no. (laughs) And they're like, okay, role's not for you then. Yeah. Good for her for still taking it, though. Yeah. I I respect that. So, Brooke, I want to look at some of our favorite scenes with All the Way May. (laughs) For me, one of the best things about the movie is the friendship between Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell, who plays Doris Murphy. Yes. Rosie, what a gem. Oh, my God. Honestly. She's such a gem in this movie. Like, I guess Rosie was, like, really nervous to meet Madonna because she was, like, at the height of her fame. Yeah. But they became really good friends on set. They're still friends today. Like, these two have the best chemistry. Like, this is the standout of the film for me. These two. I love a good friend chemistry. So we're going to look at their first scene together. This is May and Doris stretching before baseball trials, and it's the first time we've ever seen either of their characters. That's it? Yeah, you can't do it, May. Do it? I can do it. Yeah, how long have you been working on it, Doris? What? Yeah. Took me about a year. Not counting them two months I was in the hospital, bat hit me right in the head, bam. Really? Yep. You had to notch it behind, because that looks really swollen. Okay, first of all, the accents, they're killing it. Mm-hmm. Totally killing mm-hmm. it. And, of course... Yeah. Madonna is smoking a cigarette, which she does for most of the movies, which really helps you play baseball. Yeah. Well, it's got to be better than chewing all that chew. Big league chew. 
that's gum. That's gum. But it's gross when it's tobacco. Yeah. But again, mm. like, you know, these two are so good together. They're so funny together. They have a friendship like us where they like bust each other's balls, yeah. but love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I know the movie's technically about Dottie and Kit, but I'm team Doris and May. I think they're the standout. Yeah. Well, they were because their roles were actually supposed to be a lot smaller originally, especially Rosie's. But Penny Marshall, the director, loved mm-hmm. Rosie's stage presence. She saw how well she and Madonna riffed off each other. Yeah. So she ended up writing them a lot more lines. Rosie also actually played a small part in the reboot as the owner of this queer-friendly speakeasy that some of the girls go to. So that's nice. So, of course, we have to talk about that scene. It's the final A League of Their Own scene that we're going to talk about. We're going to take a little detour down to the Old Suds Bucket mm. Bar. Great name. Yeah. And it's the kind of place that's like, you know... Got cold beer and hot jazz and even hotter mm-hmm. dudes <laughs> in penny loafers. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing says I'm ready to absolutely let loose like penny loafers. Truly. Um, and it's got a ton of like off-duty soldiers who also mm-hmm. apparently happen to be Broadway dancers. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I'm, you know, a podcaster who is also an amazing tap dancer. Yes. Yeah. It's, you know, best of Two both worlds. can be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the best soldiers know how to pour away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the girls are out, everyone's drinking and dancing, and you know the director was like, Madonna, it's a dance scene. Mm. <laughs> you can dance. <laughs> yeah. And Madonna's like, fine, whatever. Thanks again for not <laughs> right. yeah. making me the character I wanted. Yeah. She's like, but I'll keep giving and giving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pull this scene up uh, and just cut to the dialogue. It's where Rosie's explaining how she and May first met. Honestly, poor Rosie. Like, she's always typecast as, like, a barmaid or a bouncer. I know. It's so unfair. And in the background, of course, Madonna is absolutely destroying the dance floor. Um, And I feel like (laughs) watching this, I was like, yes, I can do that. Do that. Nope. Can't do that. Can't do that. Okay, I can do that. Okay, I could probably do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the final consensus was, yeah, I can't do any of that. Yeah, Um, Because the moves she's doing are next level. She's twirling. She's being flipped. She's being tossed around like a sack of potatoes. (laughs) Although, I will say... I'd never leave the club. Here's a story from my past. <laughs> so, we had a we had gym class, obviously, in high school. And mm-hmm. we did aerobics. And our, te- our gym teacher oh, taught God. us, like, all a routine to its reigning men. Ooh. And it was fun. really fun. And at one of the dances, all the girls did it. And it was, like, a movie moment oh where God. we, like, all knew this, move, this dance to yes. its reigning men. And all the guys were like, how do they know this dance? It was amazing. Oh, my God. Uh, that is... It was a dream. That's on my bucket I list. I know. It was so fun. Ah, uh, Lucky. So lucky. <laughs> okay, so final thoughts on A League of Their Own. Anything we missed that we should definitely talk about? I mean, we can mention Tom Hanks being an absolute delight. Because oh. I just love him. I can't believe we even talked about him I yet. I know. I know. Because it's not about him right now, unfortunately. I but I do love I him. Honestly, I just... This is such a good movie. It's always going to be a good movie. Like, it's 20 years from now. It holds up, too. Yeah, it's funny. Rosie and Madonna are amazing together. I just, it's so They really steal the show. They do. Oh, it's so good. So, I mean, the movie was, it was definitely fun. I actually think Desperately Seeking Susan is my top Madonna movie now. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. I think it was just because it was, I had such low expectations. <laughs> so it just like exceeded them. Mm-hmm. And I've seen A League of Their Own before and yeah. I just like, I don't know. I think maybe it's like fresher in my mind now, Desperately Seeking Season. Yeah. So it's just like, I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. But don't get it twisted. A League of Their Own. Still great Madonna oh movie. Gosh. I'm giving it two thumbs as well. Okay. I feel like two thumbs isn't good enough. I'm going to give this one five stars. It's iconic. Oh, my God. Well, you say two thumbs way up. <sighs> That's I have small thumbs. They're, uh, way up isn't that far up. Hold your arms <laughs> up. <laughs> Whatever. I give it the highest rating it can possibly receive, whether it's stars or thumbs. Wow. 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 That's a really, really bold statement. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay, so next up, we have a very fun game section where Brooke and I are going to face off for some Madonna movie trivia. Hopefully, it doesn't end our friendship because then we lose our jobs and we're on the streets. (laughs) Yeah, fingers crossed. (laughs) For all the hiring Richies out there, are you still searching for a great candidate for your company? What if I told you that with Indeed, you could just match with one? Yep. Indeed leverages over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. So you can match with the perfect candidate. And according to Indeed data, they receive over 350 million global monthly visitors and have an extended reach through Glassdoor. So you'll receive unparalleled access to job seekers. Indeed's matching engine combs through those visitors' resumes to help you find quality candidates fast. So fast that in the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. Listeners of Even the Rich will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash rich. Just go to Indeed.com slash rich right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash rich. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, Richies, we are back and we're ready to turn this Madonna movie knowledge into competitive warfare, our favorite yeah. thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because we all know the best way to see if you've absorbed content is through rapid fire questions in a high pressure mm-hmm. public forum. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm a little nervous about this. Like, I know we literally just watched these I movies, know. but, you know, weed is a hell of a drug. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I well, I have. The memory of a goldfish. Mm-hmm. Shout out to any Ted Lasso fans. So yeah. I'm screwed. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. This is going to be great. So for the first section, we're going to do some Madonna trivia. I'm going to ask Arisha three questions, some of which are multiple choice, and then we're going to switch. Okay. So Arisha, I'm going to start you off with a pretty easy multiple choice question. Mm-hmm. How long was Tom Hanks's legendarily long pee in a league of their own? Was it A, 53 seconds, mm-hmm. B, 30 seconds or C, 67 seconds. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, God, my, yeah. And I'll be uh-huh. fully honest here. This is, so I watched both the movies back to back and mm-hmm. this was the second one. So my attention span was not as great. Oh, no. So I'm going to take a shot and go with A for Arisha and say 53 seconds. That's right. Is it really? It is. Next question. This is not multiple choice. Okay. Did Gina Davis do the famous splits catch of that fly ball, or was it a stunt double? Mm. I'm going to say Gina did it. I don't know, but I'm saying she did it. (laughs) No, it was a stunt double. Oh, that's really unfortunate and bumming me out because it was the cover of the magazine. I know. She was actually the only actor in the movie 
who had a stunt double for the baseball scene. So that means Madonna slides and Rosie's pitches were all 100p real. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Damn. I know. Couldn't be me. Okay. <laughs> Last question. What's the most successful baseball movie of all time? Oh Is it God. A, Field of Dreams, B, Bull Durham, or C, A League of Their Own? <laughs> God, I hate trivia. Um, <laughs> I know. Why do we do this to ourselves? So I've never heard of Bull Durham. Okay. Don't come for me. Okay. Um, Field of Dreams, obviously, I've heard of. And A yeah. League of Their Own, obviously. My f- my instinct is saying Field of Dreams. But since this is an episode about <laughs> Madonna's movies, it uh-huh. would be fucked up, <clears throat> producers, for it not to be the answer. So uh-huh. if I'm wrong that's not on me that's on the producers and i'm gonna say a league of their own okay well it was a league of their own oh thank god (laughs) i tried to do like a you know Mm -hmm. dramatic pause yeah Um, it worked my stomach dropped i was like (gasps) this is like when i find out if i'm winning the million dollars or not um it actually remains the top grossing baseball movie of all time Wow. Making $132.4 million at the box office, which is more than Field of Dreams and Bull Durham combined. Wow. <laughs> All right, Brooke, I'm going to take the reins. Okay. I've got three hot. Oh. I don't know why we're describing them as hot, but. I don't either, but I like it. Oh, yeah. Three hot, desperately seeking season <laughs> questions for you. Okay. I'm not confident. <laughs> I'll be really honest. This is absolute chaos. All right. Number one. What's the name of the club where Roberta finally meets Susan? And this is multiple choice. Uh-huh. You got four choices. A, the Roxy. B, Danceteria. C, the Magic Club. Or D, Studio 54. Okay, I know that it was when when Roberta was like being the magician's assistant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, although was it Danceteria? Did they do that there? Oh, no. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, it's the Magic Club, obviously. Okay, I'm going to go B, Danceteria. <sighs> go with your instincts, Brooke. It's the Magic Club. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, is it called the Magic Club? I couldn't. Like, the clubs look the same I know, to me. Damn I know. It. They really do. They really do. Oh, shit, um, okay. <laughs> and a fun little fact, that featured a young John Totoro as the sleazy Magic Club owner. <sighs> I love him. Mm-hmm. I always think of him in Mr. Deeds. Okay, next question. What does Roberta's husband's vanity plate say? A, tub and spa. B, Greg's oasis. C, hot spot. Or D, bubbles on bubbles. I feel like bubbles on bubbles is too long for a vanity plate. I know. How would you ever have that on a license plate? Yeah. So, (laughs) I'm going to go B, Greg's oasis? The answer is a hub and spa. God, I suck. Last question. What image does Susan's super cool hat box suitcase have on it? A, cats. <laughs> B, skulls. C, hearts. D, daggers. Um, This is like the, the black and white suitcase mm-hmm. that she had. I, I want to say cats. It's like a, it's like that circular box. Yeah. Yeah. Cats is your final answer? Yes. This is the only one I actually knew, and it's skulls. It was between, it's been between two for me, and they've gone with the wrong one every time. (laughs) I was like, cats doesn't really seem like something she'd have, but I thought they were more round in my memory, so I'm like, it's cats. Um, Okay, well, Arisha won the trivia because I didn't get any of those right. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. 
Yeah, me too. Damn. Damn, um, damn, damn. Yeah. All right. Okay, Richies. Next is a game that Brooke and I love to play mm-hmm. with no context. Every once in a while, I'll just yep. be like, okay, fuck, Mary kill. Who's yep. it going to be? Of course. We're going to be playing fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> um, and we're going to play it with characters from the movies. So yeah. <clears throat> we're going to start with Desperately Seeking Susan. Brooke, who's going to be your fuck, Mary kill out of the following? Okay. Des, the sexy cat-loving <laughs> movie projectionist who plays Roberta's love interest, uh-huh. played by the debonair Aiden Quinn. Mm-hmm. Gary, the spot king of New Jersey, the yuppie yeah. square who cheats on his wife, but does love to get baked and eat candy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or John Totoro, the Italian owner of the Magic Club. He's tall, he loves his mother, and he spends his days playing with doves and bunnies. Okay, love it. Um, all right, I'm going to go, I'm going to fuck John Totoro. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, Gary, get in your grave. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, not yep. even going to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to humor that. That's what I'm going to say. Um, and I'm going to marry Dez because he's yeah. sexy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we have um, identical answers. Love it. It would be between. So obviously marry Dez. Like that wasn't even yes. something I would have to think about. Yes. Between John Totoro and Gary. I'm like, it is enticing the idea of just like laying around eating candy high yeah. as a kite. Yeah. But you who's can do to that say anyway. I can't do that with John? You can do that on your own. What? Yeah. I'm here to whoa, tell you. Whoa. Okay, now we're going to do some from A League of Their Own. So we got to fuck, Mary kill. First up, Tommy Hanks, the coach mm. of the Rockford Peaches. Mm-hmm. He's a hard-hearted cynic, and his pisses take half a century, but he's got a heart of gold underneath it all. Mm-hmm. Next, we've got Bill, Bill Pullman. Pullman. Yeah. That is Dottie's soldier husband, whose first words when he comes back from war are, hiya, cutie. It's like, okay. Um, and the last one, John Lovitz, who plays the scout who finds Dottie and Kit and says, and I quote, that he's going to give his wife a tickle pickle. Mm-hmm. First of all, <laughs> Bill Pullman had me at high acuity. I know. That's just. That's all it takes. Uh, um, yeah. Um, okay. John Lovitz, a.k.a. Ernie Cappadino. I hate Ernie Cappadino. I'll kill him. <laughs> not think twice about him. Okay. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Okay. Wow. I'm going to marry Bill Pullman. Okay. I know I'm coming up against Tom Hanks, but I'm looking at them as their characters. Sure. Bob Hinson coming home saying, hi, you cutie. And just like, I don't know, this is the 40s. Like, Ben going off to war was like sexy. (laughs) (laughs) But you want to deal with worrying that your husband's going to be sent off to war at any moment? Well, he's back. He got shot in the leg. He should be good forever. Right? (laughs) Yeah. It'll be one of the deserters, which would okay. be just up my alley, honestly. All right. That's um, fair. And then I'll fuck Tom Hanks. If nothing okay. else, then to just be like, yeah, fuck Tom Hanks. Yeah. You know what? I I was convinced that I would marry Tom Hanks. Yeah. But you've maybe convinced me otherwise. <gasps> oh, I don't know. God. I don't know. I mean, I'm obviously also going to kill John Lovitz, but. Yeah. John's so dead. No offense. Even... But you know what? If we're going strictly characters, I'm with you. I'm going to fuck Tom. Yeah. Mary Bill. Yeah, if we're going characters for sure. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Yeah. In real life, it might be a toss-up, but... It would be a toss-up. It'd be harder, and I don't know that I can handle that kind of stress of having to decide. <laughs> yeah, 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 fair. Um, okay, well, that's it for the okay. MFKs. Yeah. Well, Richies, this has been so much fun revisiting these Madonna movies and music videos with you. Yeah, I actually had a lot of fun going down this Madonna rabbit hole, because... Yeah. 
this woman is an icon for a reason. Yeah. And guys, we hope that if you haven't already, you will give these two movies either a watch, maybe a rewatch. They're super fun. Madonna's performances are great, honestly, in both of them. Yeah, Richie's have fun re-listening to the Madonna series. And thanks for playing along with us. Yeah. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Even the Rich ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. You can follow us on socials at Arisha Skiddubs and at Brooke Ziffrin. This episode was produced by Rachel Engelman. Our audio engineer is Sergio Enriquez. Desi Blaylock is our production coordinator. Our managing producer is Matt Gant. Tanja Thigpen is our senior managing producer. Peter Arcuni is our interview episode producer. Our series producers are Kate Young and Rachel Engelman. Our executive producers are Stephanie Jens, Jenny Lauer-Beckman, and Marshall Louie for Wondery. listen to Smartless? Smartless is the podcast that I host with my friends who are more like brothers. The super talented and funny Will Arnett and Sean Hayes is... JJ, well, JJ, JJ, why are, you, yeah. why are you whispering? Well, it, there's there's a psst in the, in, the, in the copy. But people are listening, so it's like... They are listening. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. In each episode of Smartless, one of us reveals our mystery guest to the other two. What ensues is a genuinely improvised and authentic conversation. Our mystery guests span our mystery We'll cut this out. Our mystery guests. All right, here we go. We got a lot of big famous people from different walks of life. And if you're yeah, a Wondery fan, then you're going to yeah. just Neil you come and listen Tyson. to it. Yeah. We're on Wondery right now and you can listen uh, to us. And no matter what you're doing, you're at the gym or you're in the car, just listen yeah. to the podcast. Sean, tell them where they can find it. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Bye. 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 